0: Before we begin, we would like to thank a few people for giving us a five-star review. Providing reviews on iTunes and other podcast directories, as well as Facebook, helps us get the podcast out there to more listeners. If you enjoy this podcast, please post up a review. It really helps. Now, here's a shout-out to our fabulous listeners who gave us a five-star review. We will eventually get to all of you, so hang in there. Special thanks goes out to Darren Boyle, Susan Demeter St. Clair, Melissa Creek, and Joanne Housley. Your support of this podcast is truly appreciated. This is Season 4, Episode 8, Strange Phone Calls, Part 2. In 1998, a military pharmacist stationed in Texas received a three-day pass for R&R. It was an unsuspecting surprise, and Gary thought the best thing to do was to make a surprise visit to his family in New York. Gary books a flight, hastily packs, and is waiting in the airport, anticipating his turn to go through security and through the gate. He is sharply dressed in his military uniform, which includes a v-neck sweater and a name tag. As he quickly goes through security and is now waiting for his flight at his particular gate, A man approaches him and asks him, where is he going, where do you live, and what's happening, etc. Gary, before realizing that perhaps he shouldn't be giving so much information to a complete stranger, tells the man where he lives, what apartment complex he lives at, the number of his apartment building, and so forth. The men then ask to verify Gary's name. The v-neck sweater is partially covering Gary's name tag. That is when Gary realizes that the man has a pen and a clipboard in his hand. Gary suddenly becomes agitated and skeptical and asks him what this man is all about, asking him to verify his name. The man said he was developing a business, and Gary thought that he was just harassed by someone trying to develop some home-based pyramid scheme business. He tells the man that he needs to go and proceeds to catch his flight. The man follows him to the gate, but stops short because he doesn't have a ticket for the plane. Gary proceeds to enter the plane, sits in his assigned seat, and is relieved that the man isn't questioning him any longer. Another man sits down in the seat next to him and asks some similar questions of Gary. What is your name? How long are you going to be away from Texas? How do you spell your name again? The man brings out a pen and a clipboard. Gary is now annoyed and says he does not know what these guys are up to and whatever it is, he doesn't care what they are selling because he is not buying and isn't interested. At this time, the stewardess approaches the two seated men and asks the man to move along that this is not his purchased assigned seat. Gary feels relief that the man has finally moved about ten rows back and away. As the flight began and they reached cruising altitude, The man is now seated behind Gary and is leaning over the seat, asking similar questions once more. The same stewardess notices the man again and once more tells the man that he is sitting in the incorrect seat and moves him along. Gary at this time is frustrated, but thankful the stewardess is observing and dealing with this annoying man. Gary starts to run scenarios in his head and does not know what is going on, but believes that perhaps these two men are targeting him to rob his apartment. The first thing he does when he lands in New York is that he calls his landlady and asks her to check out his apartment. He also asks her to call the police and to make sure they are aware in case something happens. He catches a cab to his parents' house and surprises them. After visiting, he says it would be great to meet up with his friend Tony, and so he calls up his friend to surprise him that he is in town and the two could go out on the city. He tells Tony that he just got into town, and Tony says he knows. Gary asks, well, how do you know? And Tony says, of course he knows that he just got a call from him saying he is in town. Confused, Gary says he didn't make any call. Tony says that indeed Gary called and said he was in town, had a cold, didn't sound like himself, but still wanted to get together for the weekend. Gary denies that he called Tony, and Tony just laughs it off. But things get even stranger. Over the course of the weekend, Gary starts to receive multiple calls from an unknown person and number. Gary and his family decide to start recording these calls. At one point, Gary's mother says that the unknown caller sounds like a robot. During other conversations, Gary's father and uncle are on the line trying to reason with the caller. It is interesting to note that Gary's father and uncle have had multiple UFO sightings and experiences over the past 35 years, and they believe that this robot-sounding caller has something to do with it. Here are some of the recordings of the telephone calls Gary received. You will hear Gary and the robot voice asking questions. You will also hear his family members as they interject. There are some very eerie words and phrases thrown out like, government interference, the sun will rise on the dark side of the moon, And you are being impersonated by the other voice. Keep an eye on the skies, look to Orion. Contact to be disrupted by the government. Now take a listen. These are some eerie and strange telephone conversations. Yes, this is me. Can I speak to can I ask why you're Yes, can I ask why you're calling? Can I please air? Yes, this is. Yes, that is me. Say that again? Leave. I'm staying right here. Is this a joke or what? think about that. I'd like to see you. Hey, let me tell you something. I've been listening to you, and I've had contacts with you. Government interference? You have? Please explain what type of interference. Okay. Rise from the dark side of the moon. Okay, um, what branch of the government? What, uh, what should I do? government interference, visitations to be disrupted by them. Okay. Is that good for me or bad? Stephen, if you're playing games, they're gonna kick your ass. So, how long are you going to be? The area are you going to be back from Texas? Wait, say that again? You are being impersonated by the other voice. Wait, hold on. Is Stephen out of the calling area or what? Oh, I know. What do you mean you don't know? He's in Queens. Hello? There's Frank, there. Who is this? Sounds like a robot. So Hello? are you going to be back from Texas? What was that again, sir? Oh, be quiet, enough, huh? Sorry, would you see that again? Hello? The telephone calls received by Gary and his family continued while he was just in New York. But once Gary returned to Texas, he had no further calls and no further incidents. Some believe that this is a case of the men in black. Others believe it is some sort of hoax. But the complexity and randomness. Seems very odd to be a hoax. What do you think? At this time, I would like to take a quick break to tell you about a website that allows you to search for the cheapest car rentals. Searching for the cheapest and best car rental just got a whole lot easier. Rent from the big brands you know and trust, and easily find the best rate without the hassle. You can rent a car in over 53,000 locations in over 160 different countries. You get the same great cars but at a lower price there are no booking fees or hidden costs you're using the world's largest car rental agency and most rentals come with free cancellation booking is easy and secure within minutes you will have the best rental car options at the best price if you need to make any changes to your booking each booking comes with free amendments and phone support you are basically getting the same great rental cars at discounts of up to 70% off. No one else can compare to the selection and price. To find the cheapest car rental, visit www.experiencethis360.com. At the top links, you will see a link called Best Travel Deals. Click that and use the drop-down menu that reads Best Rate Car Rental. Links will also be available in the show notes. Again, That's www.experiencethis360.com. Now back to the podcast. On March 13th, 2018, Ty, an ordinary Twitter user with no apparent prior interest in anything paranormal or strange, asked his fellow followers for help. He posted a voicemail he received and asked if anyone knew what it was about. Here is the original voicemail. Oscar, Uniform, Sierra, Tango, Hotel, Echo, Yankee, Alpha, Romeo, Echo, November, Oscar, Tango, Hotel, Uniform, Mike, Alpha, November, 042933964230, Sierra, Oscar, Sierra, Delta, Alpha, November, Gaul, Echo, Romeo, Sierra, Oscar, Sierra. As you can tell, it is the NATO phonetic alphabet read in a computerized voice, and the recording seems to be looping. Deciphering the message, it reads, S. Danger. SOS. It is dire for you to evacuate. Be caution. They are not human. 042933964230 SOS danger SOS Others started to research what the string of numbers at the end may mean they appeared to be some sort of coordinates which when plugged into google maps led to one location in africa and another near malaysia The latter, many users noted, was very close to where Malaysian Airlines flight MH370 vanished from radar. Leading to speculation, the voicemail was a recording of the doomed plane's encounter with an alien craft. Next, Ty revealed that he got text messages sent to his Twitter account, even though his privacy did not allow for this. One message was in Moore's code the other a string of numbers, and one in Indonesian. When translated, it said, End the post you just shared about the recording in your phone. Several users decided to unravel the numerical sequences and the Morse code and got this. They are taking over. In some cryptic lines about the late scientist Stephen Hawking, which read, The message received is well related to Stephen Hawking's death you are not ready to face them. Ty then revealed that an unknown man drove by his house at 3 a.m., stopped and took pictures of it using a flash, and then proceeded to drive away. Ty closed his Twitter account because suddenly he was receiving unwanted attention and even death threats. Others stated that they too received the creepy voicemail, but this has been unverified. Ty's original account has been deactivated. Some believe this is some sort of elaborate hoax, but to this day, the voicemails and the messages remain unsolved. In April of 2018, Ron started getting weird voicemails, where he would hear a partial conversation, and then after a few moments, the calls would end. The voicemails would always be timestamped for 10.40pm, and there was no return number. In fact, his phone never rang and never alerted him he had any voicemails. They just simply appeared on his phone. The voicemails would continue, and some would be more clearer than others. Then Ron thought that one of the voices sounded very familiar, so he asked his friends if they accidentally pocket-dialed him. No one came forward. The voicemails continued, but these new messages were easier to listen to. Ron listened closely to see if he could tell what was being said so he could hopefully pinpoint who was actually calling him. There were two distinct voices. One was a male and another female. The conversation was surrounding something about turning off the TV, checking the front door to make sure it is locked, and about a vacation to Greece. The voicemails suddenly stopped, and Ron did not think nothing of them. Until, of course, one night, his girlfriend and himself were watching TV late at night. His girlfriend was asking Ron to turn off the TV and go to bed, But before that, he should make sure the front door is locked. Then he said his girlfriend started to say she was planning a trip to Greece with friends and asked if Ron had wanted to think about coming along. Ron was dumbfounded. The voicemails and the voices on them were himself and his girlfriend some months prior having this exact discussion. Thank you for listening to Unsolved Mysteries of the World. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, or your other favorite podcast directory, and subscribe, rate, and review. We would really appreciate your support. If you haven't already, join us on Facebook to enhance this episode with photos, illustrations, and lively discussion. Look for our suggested links, and do share this podcast with others. Perhaps you or someone you know will have a solution to this mystery. This podcast is created by Cold Rasta Studios and includes music and sound effects by John Savoy, Albert Ray, Gerardo Garcia Jr., Rana Sallard, Mattia Cupelli, Alex Lisi, Martin Kohlberg, and Adrian Von Ziegler.